It's week seven of the Absolute Beginners Running Podcast. My name's Jude Palmer, and as always, I'm here to encourage, motivate, and coach you along your running journeys. Wow, seven weeks ago, we were starting off with 30 seconds of run and 30 seconds of walk, and tonight, we're going to keep building upon that. You know, how amazing we've got this far and what we've achieved. So today's session is going to be about two times 15 minutes of continuous running. So again, it's all about that nice, chatty, consistent, sort of sustainable pace and that lovely upright posture. But also, I've got a lot more time to chat to you tonight. So we'll cover things like uh, what shoes to wear, perhaps a little bit of what kit, but also importantly, things of, you know, what to do when you get a stitch, um, uh, what shoes to wear, all the sort of things that um, come up. But in the meantime, if you've got a question, please get in touch. This is what I'm here for. I love answering questions. Uh, and I can guarantee someone will have asked it before. As always, I'll do the stop starts and we'll have a good warm up at the start and we'll have a lovely run walk session and then we'll have a great cool down at the end. Today's session, I find myself out in the woods again, literally just near where I live. The sun's shining. I've been prevaricating all morning, probably a bit like some of you about when to come out. Things got in the way, but now I'm out. I'm really glad I sort of made it. The trails are nice and dry. Having had lots of rain, they're back to being dry again. And uh, I actually can't wait to sort of go and explore. I haven't been in this part of the woods for a while, even though I live near. Um, and every day it's changed a little bit. Something's grown, especially in the sort of certain times of the year, things go crazy with growth. There'll be things around. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So let's get started on the warm up. Remember, it's all about warming the body up, warming the joints up, increasing that heart rate increasing that rate of breathing so you're ready to do the running you're going to do there's less chance of you having that sort of first 10 minutes of oh if you do a good warm-up there's less chance of you getting a stitch if you do a good warm-up so keep brisk walking here we go i'm going to stop start the clock it's gone nice brisk walk on days when it's like it's quite warm here outside actually running sort of shorts and a vest it's easy to think you don't need a warm-up because it's warm already your body feels warm and that in a way is true but actually your muscles not necessarily warm your heart isn't necessarily ready to run you might have just come from the car you might have just been sat down all day so you still need to warm up the body guaranteed you won't need to warm as much as if it was on a um, cold day but you definitely need to do something so already, because I'm walking up a bit of a hill, you can hear my heart rate's increased because my breathing rate's increased. And that's just from that brisk walking. But the more we're running we do, I think the more the warm-up has to be a bit more robust than a brisk walk. And so I'm going to throw in a few things. But because you're quite experienced now, feel free to stop this podcast and then restart again once you've done your own warm-up. You've probably got loads in the bag now about what you can do. And if you've got your own way of doing it, crack on. But for those of you who want a few ideas still, here they are. Let's keep going with that brisk walk. And then let's start to skip. Gentle skipping for 10 seconds. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, walk and we're going to stop and do a lunge 
lunge, I mean a squat, goodness me, down to a squat and then do a pace forward and then another squat, another pace forward and another squat, another pace forward and another squat and then back to that brisk walk, I mean a brisk walk, so get the arms involved, like you're totally running for a bus but you're not really admitting to running, it's really like I'm going to definitely make my way along here throwing a bit of uh, more skipping so let's go again one two three four five six seven eight nine ten that skipping is so great as a warm-up but also it's really good for strengthening your calf muscles which the more running you do is so important. Lots of people I work with, they get fit, but then the bodies haven't quite got as strong as they need to at the same rate. So chucking in stuff like that into the warm-up is so helpful. Right, we're just gonna do four more lunges. So this time we are gonna do lunges, so left leg in front, back, right leg behind. Just drop that back right knee down, up, walk forward, opposite leg, right leg in front, drop the left knee down, remain nice and upright when you're doing it, again, pace forward and the right leg out in front, just get those knees working, they might be a bit squeaky, they might be making a bit of a noise but it's worth it, nice brisk walk again, keep using the arms, remember if you've got loads of hills around you, they act as a really good warm up so you may not need to do much as this anyway, but certainly if you're on the flat, put in what I'm talking about. Right, a little bit more skipping, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, fantastic, that's all a uh, wrist walk, sorry I was distracted there, something very large, went through the bushes next to me, probably a squirrel, it always sounds larger, the noise always sounds like it's bigger than it really is doesn't it, have you noticed that? Keep brisk walking, if you're here my heart rate is raised because my breathing rate is raised, I'm just going to do a bit of back crawl, each arm or both arms at the same time, really loosen up the shoulder rotation, Honestly, your arms and your upper body do so much for running, it's definitely worth warming them up. And lastly, just stand still and sort of do some whole body, upper body rotation. So keep your legs sort of hip distance apart, hip stable, but rotate your left arm round to the right, right arm round to the left a few times. Last bit of brisk walking. And we're done for a warm-up. Well done. So let's get running. Remember we're going for two times 15 minutes of continuous running. We're going to start out at a nice gentle slower pace than our sort of full running pace. We want to make ourselves gently ease in to running. We're going to be lovely and upright and we're going for that nice chatty overall pace. There goes the clock and we're off. Lucky me, I got a little hill to, downhill to start with. 
it doesn't really matter. I'm still going to contain, sort of control, keep being mindful of the pace I'm going for. Ooh, definitely a bit of mud. How's rain? Yeah, but I love a mud. I love the footprints you can make. Definitely a child at heart. But it's actually why I enjoy running off-road so much. Because you can play. And playing is so important. We forget how to do it as adults. But actually we learn so much. And also kids, they don't worry about getting things wrong. Half the things that stop us as adults is that whole worry about what if I'm not doing it right? Well, frankly, if you're outside listening to this running, you're doing it right. I'm always very impressed with effort, way more than times or PBs. So just remember to keep that early sort of start of run the now. Lovely and gentle. Sort of check and you're nice and upright. I'm going through really thick ferns. It's almost like Jurassic Park. It wouldn't take much for them to be a bit taller than me. To be fair, it wouldn't take much for much to be taller than me. It's kind of, it's kind of cool. <laughs> Having to duck my head in places. It's pretty warm out today. Another reason, sort of ease into the run gently. definitely go like a beetroot when I'm running but that's a good thing really is my body's desperately trying to sort of balance out the heat that I'm making when it's warm well in fact all the time it's really remember worth remembering the more running to do to sort of take a note of making sure you're fueling your body I mean by are you drinking enough liquid are you having a good balanced diet our bones and our muscles and our brain need good at balanced food. I'm from the north <laughs> and I'm pretty used to eating a little a nice slab of cake and a cup of tea but actually I don't need so much of it and it's really easy to think that once you've done exercise you need to go and sort of refuel and top it all back up again but actually a bit of fruit, some water drink of uh, one of the best recovery drinks for long runs is milk I sort of mash a banana into it, splits it up and that's good for me it depends what you're sort of normal if you're vegan or have certain things you don't like eating or don't want to eat it's finding the right thing for you what you put in your body is how your body will run so if you put in good stuff it will run well Quick body check. Am I upright? Yeah. Nice. Got my balloon with me. Pulling me nice and tall. It's not making me sit my chin out, but it's making me lovely and upright, making my legs in a good sort of working position. Nice chatty pace. cooler it would be easier in fact I'm known for enjoying running in the cold more than the heat I always think you can put layers on if it gets too hot there's not much you can go to when you're in your sort of bra top and pants 
that's the whole thing about learning you know, when you first start running and all you're running is learning the things like that what do I wear for those conditions do I need that because invariably we always end up wearing too much gear to start with and wanting to take it off and though it's easy to wear it around your waist it's a lot easier not to carry it so be bold with the cold go out thinking you're going to be a bit cold for a while do a good warm up and I guarantee you'll uh, not be cold for long. Oh, lovely pace. It's definitely pretty hilly. I sort of choose my runs on my mood, really. Um, it's quite hilly, but it's lovely and easy running under the feet. So if I know I'm going to do this sort of two times 15 minutes, you might want to have chosen somewhere that's sort of you know is going to be okay straightforward definitely the body is definitely still warming up starting to feel a bit more relaxed ducking my head under the thing All those hurtleberries I talked about, and, uh, oh, they're totally ready for the eating now. But think about that and eating and fuel. Generally, for sort of runs over an hour, and you will get to that point if you want to, I promise. Just do more of the same of what we're doing, doing, it's just building up time. If you want to go run over an hour, this is definitely starting to think worth it. To carry a little snack with you or carry water with you. I was running part of the Green Sand Way a few days ago and it's a, it's a beautiful path, it runs 108 miles. There's not many places to grab a drink on the way, so actually I'm carrying it all with me in a little rucksack on my back or you can buy little belts to carry water. But it's definitely something th worth thinking about. I like carrying it on my back or waist as opposed to holding it. I see a lot of runners holding water and what happens is it sort of tends to, I mean they tense their hand around the, the thing they're carrying and uh, that's just waste energy really. And you end up sort of having a sort of imbalance, the thing you're holding is you're tenser on that side than the other. So it's a great idea to sort of carry it on your hips or anything you want to carry, like a top or anything, on your waist or on your back. Quick body check, yep, lovely upright. Happy days. Quick right turn onto a wider trail now. Wow, lovely, really peaceful. Later in the day there's not so many birds, but lots going on. There's a whole world in the woods that you just don't see and don't know about. It's lovely. Nice body check. Am I nice and upright? Yep. These are exactly what I was saying to myself. Every now and then I'm doing a quick check. I'm just speaking them out loud for you. Good habit to get into.
that running in the woods as you go from bright sunlight to a dappled light. And sometimes it can take a while for my shades to adjust. That's okay, just slow down. If you're, always, if you're ever sort of worried about your confidence when your feet looks a bit slippy, you know, by all means, just walk. Slow down, take shorter steps. Remember, it's about being a dimmer switch and not and an on-off light. Lovely. I'm still running at that chatty pace where I can take deep breaths in and control my breathing. Nice, calm breathing. As you go further into the run, you'll relax more. Your body just does it. And you'll be making the same amount of effort, but you'll just be running a bit, little bit faster. Go a bit of a hill, so just gonna slow down the pace a bit, but still keep it at sort of chatty effort level. I'm running now. The rain has uh, really done it for the ferns. I'm pretty much having to park them as I go through. I could imagine I was in a jungle. Fantastic. People ask me about what to wear when they go trail running. And for this first you know, weeks of getting into running, as long as it's, you know, you're going to be safe, as in your feet are going to feel good and confident and they're comfortable, I don't worry too much. I think you can spend sort of too much time worrying about kit and making sure you think it's perfect and actually you'd be better off just getting out. But now, you're definitely confirmed runners. You know, just, are oh, your feet comfortable? You know, are they sort of rubbing anywhere? Because if so, that's not great, is it? Runners talk about, oh, it's normal to have black toes and blisters. It really isn't. Remember, first and foremost, it's gotta be fun. Black toes and blisters are not fun. So if you've got things like that, your, your shoes are just not comfortable. They're not the right fit. When you go out and look for shoes, look for things that are first and foremost comfortable. And secondly, have got the grip you want for where you're gonna run. Trails are quite dry at the moment. So actually I can get away with road shoes. But really go and try lots on somewhere that have lots of choice in terms of what else to wear sometimes the same rules apply don't they no point in running and stuff that's not comfy definitely got pairs of shorts that are great for short runs but not great for long runs nobody needs chafing 
Likewise, socks. Make sure I've got comfy socks. I've thinner socks in the summer than I do in the winter. I often wear long socks because where I run there are ticks. And I want to sort of, you know, lessen the chance of getting a tick on my legs. Always worth checking your legs, by the way, for that. Lots of advice online for what to do with them. But they are around. They can make you ill. So it's just worth knowing about them. But you can pretty much run whatever you've got to hand. As long as it just doesn't get in the way of your running. Great thing about running trail is that no one, trees have seen it all. Who cares? What I care about is that you're out there doing it. Goodness me, people run the London Marathon dressed up as Big Ben. That is the absolute you can wear anything. Just quick, am I at a nice chatty pace? Feel myself getting a bit carried away there because I was warmed up, really relaxed. But what I want to make sure is I'm at the sort of point of being able to chat to you, but just enough challenge that I can't like recite the whole novel to you. Well done, everyone. This is amazing. It's fantastic. nearly at the end of that first 15 minutes. Brilliant. You've done this. This is your run. I just happened to be along for the ride, sharing it with you. Whew. You are well in the top percentage now of people in terms of levels of activity in the UK. Something to be proud of. Oh, gotta hop over a tree trunk. Hey, there we go. Wow, well done, time to walk. Yeah, but nice. Oh, deep breaths in. Sometimes this little bit of a break can be just about sort of easing the shoulders out, easing the legs out. I know, a bit of gurning with your face. Sometimes your face gets a bit stuck in one mode when you're focusing on running. Bit of a smile, wiggle your ears. Make sure you look around. Might have been a bit focused before, but now's the time to have a good, maybe do 360 degrees. Look up. Ooh, look down, and it's time to go again. Off we go. Oh yeah, quite rooty suddenly where I am. So I'm just adjusting my pace. The thing about running is it's not, you know, especially on trails, it's not sort of, you know, not performing the same movement repetitively again and again. Yes, you're doing the same with your legs, but. Every time your feet go down, there's a different bit of surface underneath it. 
Đây. I really like it when you get into this sort of mode of running. I've had lots of adventures recently. I love running in different places, but I've been a particular favourite of mine at the moment. Is running the Green Sam Way. I think I've mentioned it before. And uh, every Friday I've been breaking it down to bits and going in different places. And uh, I was lucky enough to start off from home this week and I ran certain far away. I actually ran from my home on Leith Hill. I ran almost to Red Hill and then my husband picked me up armed with a cup of tea. It sort of sounds a bit crazy that I, I took that long time to run. But you know what? I wasn't running the whole way. I was having to enjoy myself. I had a map with me. I walked the steep bits. I looked up at the, you know, sometimes there's info boards. I discovered stuff in my local area that I never knew was there, like a Bronze Age burial. I discovered an estate, famous estate near Dorking, that actually the owner was the man whose name got put to the famous Hope Diamond. And this stuff's all been around me for ages, and just the whole thing about running for me is I can use my feet, sort of take it all in. Oh, bathroom. <laughs> oh, here's lots of brushing. I'm just going through really thick ferns again. Yeah, I've seen sculptures. And some of the best things I've seen have been the conversations I've had along the way. Last week I met this amazing guy because I was basically going there was a big sign saying don't go down that bridle way and because it was early in the morning I was like yeah I'll be alright a bit cheeky it'll be alright so I went down it and lo and behold I met the guys working on the trail and they were like, gave me a bit of a wry grin but they were amazing they were like where are you going where have you been what are you carrying with you why are you doing it and I have to say some of those conversations they're what make the run for me So I can inspire others. So you know, there's lots of things people like. Oh, I didn't know that was there. Have you seen it? Yeah. All you need to do is go down, and you'll see it too. I guess my thing is be friendly to people, and they'll be generally friendly back to you. And if they're not, well, it says more about them than it does you. so well and I'm really lucky to sort of be able to choose bits and bobs where I'm gonna go. The thing I'm probably most looking forward to about running the Green Sam Way is I'm really excited about running over the border between Surrey and Kent. I'm like, do you think there's gonna be a line on the floor I can sort of step over and go, oh Surrey, oh Kent, I don't know. 
I've done something similar in the States. I've been climbing and have what's called the Continental Divide. And on one side the water flows east, on the other side it flows west. Something quite exciting about that. You can only imagine what I did on the top of that divide to work out which way the water ran. I'll leave that to your imagination. I won't be doing it between Surrey and Kent, I promise. I'm also excited because the travel also passes Greenwich Meridian Line. That's kind of exciting too. How do I know these things? Because I use a map. You don't have to be a great map reader. It just takes a bit of practice carrying it with you. I have a good look before I leave because actually it sort of informs my run. Look out for things that I know I've spotted on the map. So as we're going along then, just go back to right here, right now. I've got a good potty posture. Am I nice and upright? Have I got a good sort of chatty pace? Feels like it's a yes for both of them for me. But just have a think about you. Does it feel about right? You can hear that I'm having to have a chat, but then every now and then I've just got to take, you know, a little breath. <laughs> Most importantly, right now I've got to climb under a massive tree. So my way I'm gonna stop to do that. It's half the fun though. And then I've got a lovely downhill. I can see far away. Oh, amazing breeze. It's pretty hot. When you're out running sort of take it all in it's a really good way of distracting your mind. You can all get a bit sort of blase about what's around us. It's a great trick to use fresh eyes and look at stuff anew and go, how did I get there? You can hear that I'm going downhill because you hopefully you can hear a sort of change in sound. Going downhill is really hard work for runners. Much harder work for the legs. don't do it. I think you need to come see me if you don't like it. But hey, you know, some people don't like it. If you love running on the road, do that. If you love running up hills, do that. If you run, love running on your own, do that. But it's just work out 
sit down, tick the boxes. What works for you? What makes you happy? Because I've said it before and I've said it again. The most important thing about running is you actually are enjoying yourself. I honestly can't think of why people would run if they weren't having a good time. downhill ended. I'm going up a bit of a hill again. It's obviously a road that's, well, a trail that's been, I don't know, a road at a point because it's actually got a little black top tarmac on it. So at some point in its history, it must have been a road. I see the water table as well because one sort of top of it, as I go up, I can see where it's really dry and then suddenly spring comes out and the water is actually flowing down it's stuff like that it makes me think oh that's interesting and it also makes me stop thinking about the hill that I'm running up so I'm changing my pace to sort of accommodate the hill so I stay at that chatty pace on hills I'm looking to use limbs not lungs wherever you are, it's all about that nice, chatty, sustainable pace and you being in control of it. That's why I run on time. If you run on distance, everyone runs different distances, don't they? There's no way you could make that sort of universal and inclusive. You run on time and effort, it becomes super inclusive. Stopped because a bit of a litter. Oh, that annoys me. Probably gather that by now. Quick body check. Am I lovely not right? Yay. Am I working at sort of effort level? Chatty, yes. Brilliant. Am I gabbling away? Tick. Something I often do when I'm coaching is ask people to go as slow as they can up a hill. In fact, I did it yesterday with someone. It's just really good at it. It's a great skill to add. Being able to go up a hill slowly. People say to me, well, why wouldn't you just walk? Well, you know what you could? But actually, if you go up a super slow on your sort of the fronts of your feet, you're really working your calf muscles which makes them stronger and it takes more effort so you're getting a bit of a workout remember running isn't all about cardio fitness you want to get strong as well lovely nice bit of trail now I think that's a beautiful view. I'm excited that. It's always a good thing, isn't it? But lacking a bit of motivation. Plan that you're gonna run somewhere that's beautiful, that you can get a coffee at at the end. 
Or you can run to someone's house and say hi. But give yourself a reason. Sometimes I just run to feel free. Last little bit of this time. Wow, guys, this is amazing. Oh, beautiful butterfly. Probably about to land and drink the sweat off my brow. Mountain bike had gone past. He's going downhill, I'm going uphill. This is amazing. Good effort, everyone. Big pat on the back. Keeping the bag for that last bit. Nice chatty pace still. Nice and upright. Harder when they go on longer to stay upright, but keep reminding yourselves. Last bit. Happy days. Expect to be, you know, expect to be tired at the end of this. Expect to have worked hard. That's the whole point. You want to challenge your body just enough so it feels it's worked hard and it adapts to it. That's the whole point of how you get fit. You keep adapting, keep changing the challenge a bit, make your instruments a bit harder, your body adapts. You get stronger and fitter. Definitely got sweat pouring down me. It's so warm. And that's it. Time to walk. Absolutely fantastic effort, everyone. Two times 15 minutes in the bag. Honestly, pat yourself on the back. That is pretty much, you know, albeit for a bit in the middle, consistent running. You should be well proud of yourselves. I enjoyed it. Lovely. So let's do a bit of a cool down. Just nice, easy walking. Walk the legs out. Crazy phrase that, isn't it? Clearly you're going to walk the legs out. But just ease them out. I'm enjoying just looking at the view now. Made it to the top. You can hear the wind in the trees. I'm at the top of the hill. That's a great breeze for cooling me down as well. Yeah. Nice. Easing out of the legs. Just rotate the arms and the shoulders. easy when you've been running to crunch your shoulders up just wiggle them out drop them down jelly arms and then we'll find somewhere to do a little bit of stretching Ooh. 
first stretch I'm going to do. Oh, I'm just going to put my arms right in the air. Stretch my body right out. Imagine I'm really tall. Take some big breath of air in. Now I'm just going to cross one leg over in front of the other. doesn't matter which. Just one leg over in front of the other. Straight legs or soft knees. I'm just going to bend downwards, pinging from the hips. I should feel a stretch in the back of my hamstrings. So a big lovely muscle near the top of your bottom, all the way down. If you don't, just sort of increase the stretch a bit. Hold it. quite hard to do a podcast when you're breathing and you do it upside down, I can guarantee that. <laughs> it's quite fun. Let me come again, swap legs. It's also hilarious when people are looking at you, talking to a little black box in your hand. Okay, let's swap the legs and then again hinge from the hips all the way down. You should feel a stretch in the other leg. I like to change my stretches around. Sort of, you know, same reason I like to change my running around. The more variety, the better. You might find one that really works for you and you really enjoy doing. Back up. And I do the old faithful hold on to a tree or a log or a bench or whatever, a wall. I'm going to grab my right ankle, pull it behind me into my bum, knees together, hips forward, nice and upright and tall. Hopefully, you can feel that stretch in front of your thigh. It's nice to be up nice and tall when you're doing it. If you can't get your leg that far, just rest it on a on something rather than pulling it into your bum. Swap legs. Oh, lovely. Knees together. Upright. Pretend you're six foot four. <laughs> In my dreams. Do you know what? I don't think I could be six foot tall. I run because I'm fi- I run the way I do because I'm five foot four. It's like you run the way you do because you're the way you look and the way you're built. There's no perfect way of running. It's the way that you run that works. Just gonna do uh, knee forward, right knee forward, and bent left back knee. Bit of a stretch out again to get the bottom of my calf muscle. Make sure my toes are point front forward. I'm sort of hinging so that back leg is straight. My front leg is bent. Should be able to feel a stretch in the calf. If you can't, perhaps hinge a bit more or do a different kind of stretch. It's important to do the things that work for you. Swap legs. Left knee out and bent over the ankle. Right leg straight and out behind me. And I'm sort of hinging forward so I can feel that lovely stretch down the back of my calf. Wow, absolutely stunner of a day. Blue skies have returned. Well, for now anyway. Last minute, last one of those stretches upwards. Big pat on the back. Well done. Week seven in the bag. See you next week.